Okay, so uh, sooner than I expected, I'm back talking to Johnny Deneen again. Thanks very much, Johnny, for agreeing to talk to us, especially taking time out from your holiday. Um, so we've got a load of questions from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to roll down for I'll just read out the uh, the, the name of the per well, the Twitter handle, the person and their question, and then uh, if you do your best to sort of answer them in the normal format. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go so ahead. Starting off, uh, this is pretty much chronological order as well. So Anthony 328-39622 said he'd love to meet up with Johnny. Does he come over to the UK much or is it just Cheltenham and Ascot? Uh, Ch Cheltenham twice a year and uh, age three for a day or two and Ascot only if I had nothing else to do kind of thing for one day or two, you know, that kind of thing. But I uh, I might go to Newbury if I'm eating there uh, just before Christmas or Ascot if Jump's meeting. But that'll be in, that'll be about the, the size of it. More or less about uh, 10 or 12 days a year. That'll be it. Yeah, just for me, is that like a, is that a social event or do you you'd go there punting? I'll be there punting and messing around London and in places if I go to Newbury and, and Ascot uh, or, or for the jumps and uh, yeah, I'd be doing a bit of messing around the entry as well. You know that kind of way. Uh, would Cheltenham would be the serious one for me now, really, more than the others. Ascot definitely wouldn't be anywhere a big punting meeting for me ever. Okay, right. The next question: uh, Spurs races Harry. He says I might be wrong. But does Johnny get a nosebleed back in horses that aren't in the first two in the betting? Not a not a criticism, he says. <laughs> horses for courses. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, look. Some guys like to be uh, at the, the the top end of the market. Other guys like to go for outsiders. Um, like put it this way, I try to I try to explain what the way I my thinking of this kind of stuff. If 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 you and me had twenty four bets each each week, okay. And I backed 12 winners at even money. That I mean I get my money back. And if you back one winner at 25 to 1, you'd win two points, say, okay? You'd be better off than me financially. But mentally, I could not take back in 23 losers in a row, if you know what I'm saying? So I, that's one of the reasons probably why I, 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 I like to back shorter price ones, because... If you go on bad long losing runs, you, you, your confidence can can drain out of you too, and maybe maybe you'll maybe you'll miss that twenty five to one winner, and then you're in big trouble. Whereas if I miss an even money winner, it doesn't make a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Overall, but if you miss a twenty five to one winner, it's the only winner you're back for the week, and and for some reason you don't back it. Well, well then you're 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 bang out of pocket. Plus that like other some people can can go long periods without hitting winners. So I, I, I don't like that for, for my own mental well-being anyway. I like to be said that I have a chance anywhere in nearly in almost every race. I think I don't ever mind getting beat short heads and heads and things like that. But when they start falling out the back of the telly, you, you know you're in trouble. Like You know what I mean? So look, that's the way I bet anyway. A lot of people don't wouldn't see it that way, but that's the way I go about it. Okay, right. Kevin DU4262960. Would Johnny not consider specialising more to sharpen his edge and make life easier. Irish and British racing, handicaps, maidens, conditions and pattern races, national and flat, seems like a huge work burden. Yeah, yeah, no, I specialise quite a lot. I, I, there's loads and loads of races I don't bet in. Absolutely loads of them. I mean, if there's, if there's 40 races of a day, I'm only looking at five or six max. I, I, don't bet in, I don't bet in many handicaps and I don't bet in 
like sprint handicaps for definite anyway. A lot of flat, I don't bet in a lot of jumps handicaps either. But look, I, I, I like betting in the conditions races and, and I, I do specialize quite a lot. I, I, I specialize when you're going for when you're going for short price horses anyway, you, you, you're uh, you're invariably avoiding handicaps and such because they're never that short in handicaps. But no, I, I do uh, I do specialize quite a lot. There's a lot of the races on a normal day don't appeal to me in any shape or form. Okay, this is uh, Chris Poole. Has Johnny ever been knocked for significant sums? And look, you, you you would have been back in the day. You know what I mean? You you would have been. And look, I'd look at it. I'd look at it in two ways. If you won off a guy and he eventually ran out of road and he eventually didn't wasn't able to pay you or whatever, um, you never took that badly. I never ever took that badly anyway. I mean, if 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 a fella had given you his few quid and he lost a bit extra and he couldn't pay it, I, I never minded that. I had a few instances though where I had one punter who I opened like started betting me won six weeks in a row, lost the seven week and didn't pay me, and then borrowed off me as well and didn't give me that back either. So that that's that, that kind of thing would leave a bit of a sour taste, right? But look, I have been knocked. I think every bookie's been knocked at some stage. Like back along, I mean, it, it doesn't really apply anymore as such because the, the, the credit you don't get the credit afforded that you would one time. But um, look, it was part and parcel of the game one time. You never really minded if you had one off a guy. I never minded any because, uh, like, punters are like I'm a punter myself, and I, I I can see how punters will get into trouble, and and they won't be able to pay you. And look, if they haven't got it, they haven't got it. And, and but it's it's a lot worse if you actually give someone a loan of money and he doesn't actually give it back. That 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 hurts a bit more. Okay, right. Thank you. This question from Shanta: How do people get to be putters on or commission agents? I've asked the question many times in the past, only to be told, oh, there's no such thing or not worth the effort anymore. Well, I, I suppose they've got to be able to um, have the wherewithal to get bets on for people. You know what I mean? It's, it's not that easy. To, it's not It's not, It's not. not that easy thing to do, as you know yourself. And look, it's a fairly painstaking operation and you have, like, they can have plenty of their own money tied up in, in different accounts and things like that and, 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 and exchanges and that kind of stuff. And uh, look, it, it, they can't afford to, as as the last Chris Poole said, they can't afford to get knocked either. Because I mean, the, that's not a lot of good coming back to someone saying I was knocked. And I, I've had a lot of dealings with, with with people, and I never got the, the, the that that excuse that oh I didn't I can't pay you because they didn't pay me. But but I presume that happens to, to commission agents every now and then. There are instances where they don't get paid from people. Look, it's it's it's. Uh, it's probably not as lucrative a thing as it used to be because you can't get on. And I'd say, look, the the, um, the the amounts you can get on for people are and what you can get on for yourself are a lot less than they used to be. So look, there's still guys still able to able to manage it, but the the figures are um, are a lot less now. And I, and I I could I would well imagine that um, they can't afford to get knocked for anything either now at this stage. Okay, thank you. Uh, quarter first four would like to know. Do you write up your bets and what level of analysis on this do you undertake? Look, I'd write up all any bets I have on credit with people. I don't. I'd, I'd write them into a to in, in like I'm very uh, what's the word uh, like an archaic. I don't even put them into computers. I write them into like physically write them into a book. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but if I if I had a bet like with in a betting shop and, and, the, and the bet was lost or won and, and it got paid or, or paid it over, 
I wouldn't write that bit in, but I would keep a track of of every every uh, on a daily basis. I would say plus or minus. You know what I mean? But I don't. What that guy is ref, referencing to is, do I do it like really forensically? Insofar can I say to you that I've won or lost in five year old maiden hurdles for the whole year, or two year old maidens, or what over six furlongs, all that kind of like people really really go into the into the into the that side of the thing. Like I usually write who I owe or who owes me at the end of the day how, and how I got on basically on that given day. And that'd be the extent of what, what I do. But, uh, but I do write in win or lose every single day of how I, how I'm getting on or, and every week and carry it forward by week by week until the end of the year. Is that because you don't, you don't think there would be any value in knowing forensically how you do? Do you think you might get a surprise if you did do it? Uh, look, I'd say I'd say there's probably value in it, Simon. Yeah, but is is there enough of value in it to warrant the effort in actually doing it? You know that kind of way. Like yeah. I, I I I I'd be busy enough without without like going to that kind of painstaking. And, and and you know yourself when 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 you when you have a bad day, it's very often not that easy to write in. Right, you know you get on. <laughs> Sometimes you leave it till the following morning, even you know what I mean. <laughs> So if I did have a bad day, I wouldn't really fancy writing that I lost in the the the, the, the six four long maiden in Nottingham and I'm minus three point four percent for the year and all that kind of stuff in six four long maiden. So I, I think I and it do suits me anyway. Like that that's the kind of the, the level of depth that I own that I require anyway. I don't need to go any further than that. Okay, Mup twenty three. What does Johnny think about the criticism from Tony Calvin that pro punters are parasites? That what punters are parasites? Professional punters. Actually, look, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where he got that from now, to be honest. Um, I mean, pro punters are parasites. Like, sure, I mean, are, are, are pro punters worse than than, than than people that beat in horses at the, at the sales? Like, you know what I mean? Or, I'd imagine not, to be honest. Um, uh, look, pro, pro punters, it's, 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 it's not really a profession that many do. Um, I mean, somebody, almost everyone is 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 a parasite in some shape or form. Like somebody has to, the money has to come from somewhere to 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 pay for your lifestyle or pay for your um or whatever way you live or or, or try to keep it going. Even so, look, I mean, are are the guys in behind the counter in betting shops are they parasites for for feeding off of people like that are putting money into slot machines every day of the week? I mean, uh, uh, do I consider myself a parasite? I, I don't, to be honest, and, and I don't know where he got that from. But look, that that that's the way he's thinking. Like that wouldn't really bother me either. But but look, no, I, I'd I'd have to kind of have to disagree with that, to be honest. Okay, um, I'm assuming this question is after a winning day. Uh, Berman twenty seven, the favorite Netflix shows enjoyed by both you and your wife. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I I I, I um. I got it. I, I I'm not a great Netflix guy because I I used to watch it during the um when the racing was off that time with the COVID. You know what I mean? I kind of got into. I never watched Netflix ever, but uh, you need a lot of time for Netflix, wouldn't you? And like, it's, I'm a kind of a binger, so I if there was a eight parts, I'd be I'd do it in two nights. I mean, four and four, four hours apiece. But nowadays, if I haven't that amount of time, which things were back to normal, bit in the way. Um, it, when I see something with eight parts, it kind of put, it kind of puts me off. So I haven't watched anything in Netflix for a while, but uh, I did watch Rakeities, but I'm no good to remember. But um, things, but I would say one of the best things we watched was uh, 
Oh, geez, I can't remember it now. I think of it in a second. Um, oh, listen, I, I can't remember it now. It, it just, I, it, it, I only watched the first two parts. There's actually another part coming up, but are still, uh, and that's not coming up. It's out now. It's over the ages. I didn't bother watching the third part yet. But look, uh, Netflix, at the moment, I didn't see anything for, 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 on Netflix for ages now, to be honest. If you remember it in the next few parts, you can always blurt it out for us. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, part two of questions from Twitter. Cav TRF. He's taking two questions here, so um, I'll do them one at a time. Do you use exchanges much? Yeah, every day, every day, every single day. Yeah, once the once the race starts, um, uh, like sometimes I've bits in the morning and that. Other, a lot of times, sometimes I don't, and 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 it's it's all exchange business. A lot of it is well, ninety five percent of my stuff is exchange business from from then on. Okay, and also from uh, Cav TRF. Have you got any worries as you get older about relying on such a tough and precarious business for a significant part of your income? Did you say in your experience what percentage? Oh, okay. It's another yeah. That that bit first. He's got another question after that. Um. Yeah. Oh, I, I absolutely. I absolutely would. Like one time, I wouldn't have been a bit worried about uh because I didn't consider it precarious. But 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 in the last few, four or five years, I found it precarious enough to be honest. And. Uh, it's 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 much more of a struggle than it was, and like, look, not as I say, nothing lasts forever, and um, I mean, you you, you can you, you can only get so much out of out of out of a certain thing, I think, anyway. And uh, look, I haven't that long more to go. Though, if I could get another six or seven or eight years, I, I'd be heading for sixty, and that'd do me like you know what I mean. So, I I'd be hoping to get those number of years out of it. Maybe that won't maybe that won't even materialize, but. But uh, as regards the, pre the precarious side of it, oh, oh, definitely, yeah. And and like like one time I I used to worry, but no, not not that I'm up every night of the week, like tossing and turning over a year. But 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 it is it it it, it is it, it is um it is a it is a bit of a, a bit of a challenge. And uh, as I said, I'm I'm no no way near a shorter price as I would be to win in a year now as I would have been ten or fifteen years ago at the same time. And the final part of his question, uh, could you say in your experience, what percentage of inside information is reliable in terms of betting probability? Look, I suppose inside information, if if, if you think it's reliable, um, you, you deal with people and if it's pretty reliable or, or on, a, on, a, on a fairly consistent basis, I mean that's a pretty difficult question to ask answer really, but but look if it's if it's reliable on on, on a consistent basis, you, you tend to go with it all the time. And if a guy is coming up with stuff that he says is 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 in, in inside information or whatever, and it's not accurate, you you kind of move him to the, to one side and say, look, I I I'll deal me out in future that kind of stuff. So look, not it's never going to be a hundred percent reliable ever, never ever. No, even even in the in the the best will in the world is not going to be. And there there is always going to be situations when people are telling you what they think is the truth and it's not. So I'm happy if the person that's telling me, if even if he's telling me a mistruth, if he thinks it is the truth, that'll do me. Because that there there will be times when people are, including myself, are deliberately misled misled by others. And and like I could be told something that would be absolutely a complete untruth from someone that I would expect it otherwise I'd relate onto someone else but it I would put him wrong then myself wrong as well but 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 at least I was telling that what I thought was the truth there is a difference between that and somebody like being telling you a downright lie and they're the kind of guys that you you kind of shift away if you can because you, you will sense who's telling you lies and who's not 
Okay, thank you. Uh, this is from Racing Trends, and he says, Johnny mentions races that our Lord wouldn't have a bet in, presumably big field handicaps. How did he find those races versus graded races and maidens when you were laying on course? Yeah, look, I mean, when I started making a book first or whatever, the bulk, I love the, the handicaps, tough races. I love tough handicaps to make a book in. And, and, and some, and, and Phillies races, I like mayor's races, because um, I always thought you had a better chance with um, get the filly beat rather than a colt or, 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 a, or, a, or a mare rather than a horse. Saying that the likes of William Mullins booked that trend because they, they could seem to do, they could do what they like with mares and colt or gillings or whatever. It made no difference in the finish because their their mares were, were, were as um, were as robust and, and, and a solid form. They'd never go to farm. Whereas a lot of the time mares would be in season and they, they wouldn't give their running in the different stables and that. You, you could get any kind of a mare beat in the race. Um, I used to, Personally, I, I'd be shunning like the, the maidens, maiden hurdles, flat maidens wouldn't be that mad about making the book. Sometimes you'd, there'd be one you'd, you'd repeat to, that, that you'd say, look, I'll take a chance in my ladies. But look, I, I used to love the handicaps, but 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 at that stage, there was good betting in handicaps. There was a, a much better spread. At the end, when I was betting in handicaps, there was six to feed. You might just lay one horse. And that was no good either, because you, 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 you mean, you only had to win one in seven, like as, as say a six to one to field chance. And you were you were doing no good, and and they were they were winning it with more regularity than that. But when there was big big handicaps, when there was good betting, I, I used like them. I used, I used they were at the races I used angle towards as a bookie. Okay, thank you. Um, Thornton one one five five. Does Johnny put low price lays in running to cover his stake? And if so, at what point near the finish will he cancel it? So as not to get picked off by the fast pitchers, do you think that's a profitable strategy long term? No, I, I used to. I used, I did that once or twice. Uh, I look for the for the one time it'll click for you. There's twenty five times it won't. You you'll either not get matched, or you'll get matched at a price that, that you would have backed it anyway with somebody else. You know what I mean? Even if you were already on it, that's the way I'd look at it. Um, it's almost like to me, it's like it's like. You're laying, you're leaving a bet up for someone to have a look at it. Um, it's like it's like playing poker with with, with someone, and you're not looking at your cards. Do you know what I'm saying? He can see whether he wants to play with you, but you can't see what you have. So to me, look, it, it may be okay for small stakes, and and it is like w when you get your money back, or are you are you winning a race when you should have lost? It, it it probably is pretty satisfying for a lot of people. But if you're playing for bigger stakes, I think you'll only get matched when the race is almost over. Like if if, if you're doing it for fivers and tenors and scores, maybe it might not be a bad system. Maybe I don't know for some people. But if you're doing it for bigger stakes, it's I'd say it's it's madness on the round of the year because you like you'll be matched at, just so you put in delayed one point four for something so like a four figure sum. It 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 did only match you when the, when it is about two legs up in the weighing scales in my eyes anyway. So like I, I wouldn't be interested in leaving doing that, doing that kind of stuff anymore. I find now if look if you get beat you get beat and if you win you win and you just have to leave it leave it leave it run away because you you are giving away a bit of profit. Invariably you'll give away a lot of profit doing that in the round of the year. Okay, thanks. Uh, Bj Shark Seven. Do the all the big bookmakers have informants or spies in the big racing stables, and do they employ gallop watches? I, I wouldn't know about the gallop watches, but I presume they have they have leads into stables. Not maybe not so much fellas uh, working there, but I'd say they have leads from fellas that 
bet out of the yards. And like I'd say that they get a lot of valuable leads from accounts. I mean, if somebody, if just say I'll make up a situation where Varian and and uh, Stout have a two horses in a, in a maiden in Newmarket and they're both, say, seven to four, and suddenly somebody that should be back in Varian's horses is, is is having his few quid on stouts. I mean, that's a bit of a lead for that bookie, surely. You know what I'm saying? And 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 vice versa, or whatever. Or, or if he's having, if he's a hundred pound man, and suddenly he's having four hundred on it, or something like that. Or or if he's a hundred pound man and he's only having a tenner on it. All those little things are leads for bookies. Whether they have actual guys in the yards, I pr- probably guess they don't. And and I'd say they definitely wouldn't have fellas out five o'clock in the morning looking at gallops anyway. You know what I mean? I'd imagine that's not on their agenda, but I'd say that a lot of the information they pick up is from their accounts, and um, like it's not rocket science. If if you have a fella that's back backs whoever or betting for a owner or whatever, and he and he does something out of the ordinary, that's the point to show that you, that a bookmaker can go with. Yeah, this is this is a similar line, but for the other side of the fence, <clears throat> that's Brad Maxley, and he stresses as much as you are comfortable with to answer this. He's interested in hearing more about how valuable information can be and some examples. Do punters commonly have, I assume he means professional punters, commonly have people in yards that they, in inverted commas, work with? Yeah, look, every guy has, like, will have somebody that he'll know in a a few different stables. And and look, so if, if I know one or two guys in two different yards and a pals of mine own no or no a guy or two in two or three or that maybe half a dozen yards covered and maybe somebody else does has the same so you, you could have eight or nine yards covered between three different people but then these guys have got to be reliable then you know what i mean and and, and sometimes they're not and sometimes they are and sometimes they're not look and then you you you, you can look a lot of the a lot of the stuff i think the difference between listening to people is, is filtering it out yourself and I, I'd, I'd say most fellas that punt the way I do don't actually go with any fella in a yard but what they will do is if they make a, a race a two horse race and they they, 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 they fancy the, the horse in that guy's yard they want they want to they want, to, they want to, like a, a seal of approval I should say maybe or something like that from him or, or maybe vice versa if they fancy the other one, they're hoping that he gives them a little bit of a negative. I always find that negatives for horses are, are probably better than positives. So if 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 you were thinking A and the guy in yard B is saying, look, he's not mad about his horse, then you probably have to have to go for your guns on 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 the horse A then that kind of way. That's that's a that's probably going to be a lot more valuable to any punter than a fella sticking his chest out and saying, ah, oh, we'll win, we'll win. Because a lot of guys, they, they they think they'll win nearly every race, you know what I mean, in these yards. So you, you're better off getting negatives for ones, I find, than, than, than probably a positive. Okay, uh, Morehampton 12. Would Johnny give up if he only had access to the exchange? If if I only had which? Access to the exchange. Betfair, I assume it means. Um, look, I... Uh, I I I I'd give up. Look, I I I, th- I, th- I think I would give up if I only had access to to a bad exchange. Do you know what I mean? I, if I only had access to, there are a couple of exchanges, and where there's one in particular I wouldn't work with anyway. I don't think you, you, anyone could win in them. I I don't think you could anyway. But look, I'll 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 try to stick in, hang in there as long as possible anyway. You know what I mean? But um, 
the exchange is one of the few places where, where you can actually probably win nowadays. You, you know, if it, um, it's not that easy to win off of, off of bookies and betting shops. It's not easy. It's not going to be that easy to win off bookies at the races and using people to, to bet for you is, is not that easy. Aside from commission agents, uh, like I've seen, I hear, I hear, I've done it myself. Like I've, I've seen fellas say, oh, I had an account with a guy and he, there was X in it and he, and he, and he, and he lost it all in Swindon Dogs last Friday night. You know what I mean? And like, I'm looking and saying like, it'd be the same thing as, 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 as you saying to a guy, could you get me a bottle of whiskey, a raven alcoholic and say, hang on to it for, for a week for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, he's going to drink it. And these guys are going to lose the, 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 the reason they can bet in these accounts is because they're going to lose it back. And that's why they, they can, they can bet other people can bet through them. And in a lot of instances, so like if you get caught in those instances, you, you've nothing to, you've nothing to, uh, you've, you've, you've only yourself to blame for, I think anyway, but look, would I, I'm hoping to hang in as long as possible. However long that will be, I do not know. I'd be hoping to get seven or eight years more out of it. And But if I wasn't able to bet at a decent level, I wouldn't bet at all. Definitely not, no, you know. I wouldn't bet, like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't bet, um, go down and do a, a, a one-pound lucky 15 of a Saturday. Do you know, I wouldn't, if I wasn't betting properly, do you know what I mean? I would have no interest in the world in doing that anyway. And, and actually, the, the, the COVID, when it did come, when we were missing racing for five or six weeks, it it, it it actually showed me that I could actually live without having a bet, which I thought I probably couldn't before that. I mean, so it was a bit of an eye-opener that way, that COVID thing, you know? Okay, Johnny, I'm, I'm interested to hear the, the answer to this one myself. If Johnny had to eat one meal with a famous punter, and I'll add in that, living or dead, who is the punter? What is the meal and where, and who's paying the bill? Um, well, I wouldn't. The bill wouldn't bother me paying it. Any RM would make no difference. Any who paid the bill, um, like the bills, bills never bothered me, especially when I was winning. Anyway, the, the, the bills only worry you when you're actually losing. But um, uh, the, the hunter, I, I, I always, I always admired um, Harry Finley. To be honest. I I did um even seen him at the coursing and that he, like I liked that he, he was brash he was a, he's like a good character though and he I know he'd have, he'd a big string of fellas with him but I liked that about him and and, and uh, he, he I wouldn't say he was happy go lucky or anything like that but like but but he was a big spender and he was look I just I I like his persona anyway and um I like the fact that he he can like even though he went down a bit, he's he's still hanging in. You know what I mean? And, and he's a kind of a guy that is resourceful too. Do you know what I mean? And I and like I know some of the stories about him, and I I I look, I do know him, but I never had dinner with him or anything like that. But um, no, he he's a very interesting character to me, and and the fact that he's still hanging in there, okay, maybe at a slightly different level than he used to be, but most people are at, at a slightly different levels than they were anyway. So that's the way gambling has gone. It's not it hasn't gone with inflation. It's it's the one thing that always. Like for, I often hear fellas saying, um, "Oh, this fellow, he's betting in twenties. I remember him having four thousands on horses." But it, it, gambling goes the opposite to normal. What fellas were saying, a house is worth six thousand, it's worth two hundred thousand. No, it doesn't go like that. Fellas bet big, and then they get they go the other way because they get they start to lose. But um, Big Harry to me was always a, a fascinating character, and and uh, yeah, he, he he'd be the guy I think I'd go with. Okay, look, this is from Borough Eight Eight. It's going back to what you said at the end of the last uh, thing, really. 
Uh, back in racing only as you do, during lockdown when racing was off for a while, what did you bet on or did you just sit tight? Well, that was my that was the time for for Netflix for me. Do you know what I mean? I still can't think of that thing that thing it was called, but um like I didn't bet on anything. I didn't bet on anything. Um I mean I I can watch sport. I, I love golf of a Sunday night and I've, I very rarely have a bet in it. Like very and even if I do have a bet, it's it's only token one, it's not life or death or anything like that. But uh I'd have two or three sports bets a year. Uh like there would be, and there'd be normally biggish ones too. But 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 I just would would have a, the odd sports bet. But invariably, I watched a lot of sport, and I'd never have a bet in it. And the COVID was was the one eye opener for me. It was the one thing that I could go like weeks and weeks. Obviously, I had no choice to have no bet. But as soon as it got up and running, now I would entertain all weather and all that kind of stuff. Now you know a flat all weather and any kind of thing like that. But I wouldn't like bet on on, on American football or, or really really soccer or anything like that. No, no, no. It was the it was it was a bit of an eye opener that I could actually function without having a bet. Okay, and it's the same guy, um, uh, Borough eight eight. Is it always straight win bets you do, or do you ever do place betting? And what do you think of that market? Uh, place bet the place bet is tough because it's 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 you have, you have to kind of drip feed money into the place markets. I find you do anyway. Um, it's 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 very often that the prices are not that attractive, and when they are, you can see why after the race. I um I don't do a lot of place betting. I would have an odd each way bet. I'd, I every bet I do ninety eight percent of our singles, and uh, I'd never do Yankees or them kind of them them like whatever them what you call them. Um, they're like, um, you know, there's four timers or yet yeah, super young, anything like multiples, they call them. Sorry, multiples. I'd never do multiples ever, ever. Uh, the, the most I'd ever do would be a double, and that, that would be maybe two skinny ones to make up an even money shent, say, say two to five and four to nine or something like that. I might do a double, but rarely, rarely do, do, do anything more than singles. Would have an odd each way a bit, but each way is half thing that's half gone as well because the, the prices are, have been cut now to. To make sure that that they're nowhere as attractive as they used to be. I mean, one time they used to bet like I remember instances where they could bet one to ten and ten to one the front two in the market. Now now it'd be one to fourteen and about nine to two or something. The second favorite, you know what I mean? Or one day maybe the maybe the tens on chance could still be tens on, but what the second favorite will be cut like to, to barely get your money back if it's placed. So all them all each way bets they all seem to to die as far as I could see. I couldn't see very little value anymore. Okay, I think the next part of his question, you've already answered it. Did anybody ever rip you off? I would look at rip, rip me off, I suppose. Look, yeah, I suppose they did. You know, um, rip, like, rip, yeah, I suppose you, you're going to have that in any kind of a business, aren't you? Really, you're going to have that in, especially when there's gambling is concerned. There's like, there's like, there's money, when there's money swirling, there's always going to be a bit of skullduggery here and there. So, look, that's kind of part and parcel of the two. Look, at one time you didn't mind. Like I, as I said, I never minded not getting paid by punters that didn't have it or whatever. But like maybe loaning money or giving money to some fella, that's slightly different. Especially when they, they may have it to give it back to you and they don't. So look, that's part and parcel of the game. It's not so much. It's probably a good thing too that there's very little credit anymore anyway. You know what I mean? Because it, it it stops people from getting into trouble really. Okay, this next one, I think Mark Winstone Five probably knows the answer to this question already. But as he took the time to post it on Twitter, I'll ask you. 
can you ask Johnny if I can join his WhatsApp groups? I can offer my bad info if they want it. I, I don't have WhatsApp groups, actually. Oh, I mean, I deal with four or five people nearly every day. We don't do a WhatsApp group or anything like that, though. I, I've heard people talking about them, but I, I don't. I'm not a part of one of them anyway, to be honest. I, but not for gambling purposes, anyway. Okay. Uh, Toot a coop three. Who would Johnny consider to have been the shrewdest bookmaker he would have ever stood alongside? Um, I look, I suppose you'd, you'd probably have to say somebody like Joe Donnelly, who was didn't know a lot about and didn't know anything about horses as such, didn't know anything at all about him, to be honest, but made a lot of money out of playing people and playing, knowing who to play and, uh, and, been able probably to read situations and markets rather than than actual um didn't didn't do any farm or anything or didn't have any idea of farm but was able to play people so he, I presume he could recognize who he could win off of and who he couldn't and and I suppose that that that's that's a, a valuable trait and like he got like he he got going from um bookmaking I know he's a lot more wealth now than, than he had from when he was a bookmaker but but he had to get the leg up somewhere and he got it from there and, and uh, you'd have to admire someone like that okay this next one uh supply demand I don't know how long this is going to take can you please tell us your process in pricing a book um look I mean I don't try to price every single race every single day I pick out the races that I want I'll go I'll go through every single horse and you probably price the outsiders, the ones that have no chance first and work backwards towards the favorite. And then you'll probably price the, you get to the three or four that you think are going to form the, the bulk of the market and price them as accurately as you can. That's the way I price it anyway. Um, and, and try and price it to in around 100%. And, and, and then if you see a, a fault, or you think is a fault or a, a, a difference, a, a, a difference, a, a differential in, in the prices that when they do arrive, then you, 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 you probably act upon it. But look, I don't get the prices now that I used to get because the prices are up too early and they, I, they're, they're up at six o'clock the evening before. I can't bet till half eight or nine o'clock the following morning. So it's 15 hours is a long time. And, and, and if they're still there 15 hours later, look, I always found that you're you're on your own if you think they're a good price in because they should be gone if you're if you're any kind of a judge the prices should be gone. It's how it's how gone they are is the is the question. Like are they is is the two to one chance six to four is it still backable or has it gone to eight to eleven and it's not backable? You know that kind of way. So you're kind of hoping that it's it's gone the price is gone but it's not gone to to, to the point that you can't back it at all. Okay, now this one, I did notice that you answered it last night, but for anybody that didn't see it, it was a link to an article, and the basics of it was, this is from BJ Shark 7 again. Uh, does Johnny think that it's only certain people that have the talent to be professional punters, and can't it ever really be purely taught to somebody? No, I, th I, th I think you, you have to have a, you have to have a, that's, that's psyche, or you have to have a, you have to have an attitude. Um, but you have, first of all, you got to you got to take the rough and the smooth in you. But the, the big thing I think would I always stood to me was that you have to res respect and disrespect money at the same time. If you know, it's hard to put that into context. But by saying you have to disrespect it when you're betting, because you can't think of saying or. Oh, 
if I didn't back that horse, I had to, I could have bought a couch or I could have bought a fridge or I could have bought a, a new car or whatever. You know what I mean? You kind of got a bit, but but when you but when you do get your few quid into a into a pot, then you've got to respect it and say, look, I'm taking X out of that pot, and I am going to buy a a car or, or a fridge or, or or something or something to show for it. I mean, you, I think in this game you you have to have something to show for it. You can't like you you can't bet away, bet away, bet away, and roll your tank up, keep going up, and and suddenly it goes back down to zilch, and then you say, "Jesus, I, I finished up with nothing there," and and I and, and I have I haven't to I haven't the price of a box of cigarettes left. You know what I mean? That kind of way. I think when you when you get something, you should you should have something to show for it at the end of the day, and you've got to bet with a bit of abandon. But 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 you also have to kind of respect the money as well. It, it, it's 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 a kind of a it's a hard thing to explain really. But 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 look, I always found that I, I never worried about what I lost. But when I did win, I, I did make a conscious decision that I've got to do something with it now and, and and take it take it away from the out of my pool. And you go back betting in in this, in, in smaller units again because you'll find that if you have a big pool of money. You'll bet bigger, and you'll bet with less caution, and because you, you'll be saying, "Sure, look, uh, it's only so much. I still have a big, big pot of money here yet." You know what I mean? Whereas if you have a smaller pool to bet with, you'll find that the the, the best the bets will be slightly smaller, and you can win a lot of money betting small as well. You don't have to be betting in tens of thousands to to, to win money. And plus, if you are betting in tens of thousands, there's only certain people certain people you can bet with, and if you and if they're going to if they're going to take you on for Tens and thousands, they'll know what they're doing more than likely. They, you can be sure they'll know what they're doing. So I always found that um, you, you you needed to you needed to bet fairly fairly big and and f- f- but but not too cautious. But but you if you did make if you did make profit, then you had to show a bit of caution, then and, and and take your chips off the table. Okay, now this is the second last one. Didn't come via Twitter. It came by via a phone call this morning from your old mate Dean Valentine. <laughs> He says, ask Johnny, I can't do a Dean voice, but you know, yeah. he said, um, why didn't you say what you really think of bookmakers in your original interview? <laughs> well, you didn't even ask me that question anyway, at the time. So. Oh, no, your Dean's asking it now. Yeah, look, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> look, um, look so, so I've met loads of, loads of, um, Lo, 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 loads of people, loads of bookmakers, and their grand people, very nice people, especially on course bookmakers. Is a different breed to to um, but the one thing I did find about the bookies in the latter years, not not on course bookies, but maybe more so off course, that there is a distinct lack of honor in the way they they they, they dealt with people. You know what I mean? They they they, they tried to mess you around every way, every chance they could, and you know. I hear stories of people like looking to even withdraw money, and this guy sending them back the same photograph on their passport about twenty times, and saying it's not in line, and all this, just to really frustrate someone and and, and just make life difficult, annoy them more than anything else. And even even with bets, there you'd hear of people saying that that's um, a guy goes, you know, I mean, it happened to me once or twice where, where I have fellas coming in, they'd have bets for me, and next thing they go up to they go up to collect, and um if it's just a small bit now, and, and it, it could be, I think one day I'll just give you an example. It was only a hundred quid each way, and a horse at sixteen to one, and it was it was rang in, it was circled, 
it was it, it, it was referenced and reference number and all that kind of stuff. And so it was placed. So there was like four twenty off. It was a fifty yards. So your man went in to draw the four twenty. You won't hands him three forty, and he says no, it was four twenty. And she said uh, no, it was only twelve to one. But he said you 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 to circle around it. And she said well no, it was um. It, that, that it was a technical glitch. You know what I mean? This kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like a, a technical glitch. Like they're never going to pay for their own mistakes. These these bookies nowadays are they? Like that's the problem. I think if 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 a punter makes a mistake, he pays. But if they make a mistake, it's palpable error or technical glitch or you're seventeen, you're six seconds too late and all this kind of stuff. Or it's it's six to four instead of seven to four. And like I've seen instances there where like punters that are betting and betting shops every day of the week. 20 pound punters. Guy goes up and he has 20 quid at seven to four. And next thing he goes up to draw, it wins. And your one has given him 13 to eight to score. Like it's only two pound 50 of a difference. And like she'd nearly go outside the, the counter and fight him over it. Do you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. It's 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 the most cruel stuff altogether. But uh, I do find the off course, some of the guys working for them ha have no honor. They just want to do certain things to annoy you, mess you around, even, even, even withdrawing or putting money in and, Oh, like I can imagine what kind of stuff they do they, they do for you with this um the stuff that you have to do nowadays to prove your your funds and all this kind of stuff. And look, that was the one W one gripe I'd have with bookies, to be honest. Okay, and finally, Johnny, this is from me because I just picked up on something you said earlier. You said you hope to have like six or seven years left in the game, and then you're going to be yeah. sort of around retired. So, what do professional punters like you do when they retire? I mean, are you just going to walk away from it totally or is he just going to be not betting for a living well i i, I mean if I, I if i wasn't like i i, I actually love betting i love betting and the, and and the, the mode of betting that i chose was horses uh if i didn't bet on the horses i mean if i wasn't betting on the horses of a tuesday at home and Brighton and Pontifex was on, it just wouldn't even turn it on. You know what I mean? You'd have no interest in the world in watching that. You might you might just have a casual look at uh, but 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 if I wasn't betting it, I, I I think I could easily walk away from it completely. I, I definitely wouldn't bet unless I could bet to a meaningful level anyway. And if I if I thought I couldn't win at a meaningful level, I wouldn't bet at all anyway. I'd I'd find I would be able to, like a COVID even proved to me that I could operate without betting on horses. You know what I mean? And so I mean, what I do with my time, I do not know. But like, I, I, I would be, I'd have, I would imagine I'd have no problem filling it at the same time, you know? So look, I'd be hoping to get to, if I'm lucky, I might get to 60. If I live to 60, that is. And if I get to 60 as as a, as some sort of a punter, like I'm betting since I'm 14, 15, 13 years of age, I have a lot of it done, you know what I mean? I've, I, and, and, and I know, I, I, and, and like, you'd have to admire for like Barney Corley who bet into their, 80s and all that kind of stuff like you know what I mean and who 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 bet at a at a high level too because mentally mentally you you're not going to be as sharp like mentally I'm I'm fine but 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 as sharp as you would be in your 30s I think I think that's probably the the the, the, the where you're going to be at the pinnacle of your gambling career I think 40s to early 40s I'd say once after you go over that point you're probably on the way down you know just uh... Did you ever do any business with Barney? No, no, no. He 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 was like out of Ireland ever before I came around, and he was kind of I'd say gone off the tracks in England when when I came to him as well. I mean, I, I listen. He would have been a probably a 
first of all, you wouldn't have wanted his business anyway. I'd say, would you like really? But 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 he, I I I, don't, I can't ever remember seeing him at too many meetings, like from the early two thousands on. I don't think I'd say he was nearly gone off the racetracks at that stage, was he? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have seen him. No, I, I I did I I I never did business with him anyway. Never ne never ever no. Okay, well, Johnny Dean, we've just. We've disturbed your holiday, so we enjoy the rest of it, getting your tan, and really appreciate the time you've given us. And now, uh, thanks to every for on behalf of everybody. No worries. Thank you very much.